Welcome to McKnight's Long-Term Care Newsmakers Podcast, where we share the latest information and views from industry leaders. Welcome to the McKnight's Newsmaker Podcast. I'm McKnight's Executive Editor, Jim Berkland, and I can tell you this is going to be an installment like no other. I think it's going to really be helpful for everyone out there. I'm here with Brad Haber, the owner and principal of Innovative Health, the parent company of Thrive Personalized Medical Rehabilitation. Thrive has just announced a partnership with Ignite Medical Resorts to manage daily operations at all three of Thrive's centers. In doing so, you know, I'm sure you're well aware, Brad, uh, you've invested more heavily in what is a growing trend for many operators. Uh, that is pretty much a full commitment toward more clinically complex care. Can you tell us a little bit about Thrive and the philosophy you operate under? Yeah, you know, Thrive, first of all, thanks, Jim, for having us, uh, or me. Yeah, the philosophy for Thrive was really based on the skilled nursing industry has been a slowly evolving industry. It really has, uh, it has not kept up the pace with a lot of other industries. And what we feel is needed in the market is a more modern and better way to deliver healthcare outside of a, of a hospital and really getting people into these communities, as they say, sicker and quicker so they can, quote unquote, thrive better once they are uh, rehabilitated. We started with a building, you know, we have three buildings in Illinois, as you know, we started with one building in the northern suburbs, which was our flagship property, which was a focus of uh, the short term or transitional care model, and also your typical skilled nursing and skilled dementia inside that building. And we have two other buildings that are in the Western suburbs, which are strictly focused on what you just mentioned, which are the short-term rehab uh, communities. Very good. Now I notice uh, you guys have skilled dementia care, among other things. That's a certain pride point, isn't it? It is. And I think I will tell you that that, you know, that the market where that skilled dementia is we are really uh, the only operator that has skilled dementia. There's your typical dementia that you see private pay, but in the skilled dementia market, that building remains full and there's nothing else in the market. So it is a specialty that we're proud of and one that uh, is a big focus for that particular center. It's going to keep you busy, no doubt on that. Now, tell us about the big news with Ignite. That deal went down recently and uh, you had a particularly strong hand in that, I know. Yeah. So, you know, we, we've got a very good relationship with the Ignite principals and we've been talking to them for probably the better part of six months and uh, really doing our, doing the due diligence, you know, them as well as us. And we decided, you know, probably several months ago, I'd tell you probably about March, April, that this made a lot of sense. Their philosophy on how they operate the short-term care, the short-term rehab side of the business really aligns with our goals and objectives. We are culture driven with employees and especially with the current operating environment, you know, employee satisfaction, employee wellness is so critical. And they have a very big focus on the culture within the building. And we personally feel right or wrong. We think we're right that a happy employee is a good employee. And the focus that they're able to put on the employees is paramount in succeeding in these buildings. So that's one of the reasons why we chose Ignite to do this. And, you know, obviously when you have happy employees, your retention rates and all that stuff also follows. So it just makes for a better product or a better experience for the guests when they come in. Now that's interesting. You took that from the point of view of having, when you talk of boutique care, if you will, you're talking about taking care of the staff. And uh, I love that because that is what everybody is talking about so much and writing about so much. However, you guys also align very much on the clinically complex care aspect of this, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we, our, our personal opinion is the hospital is not generally the best setting for a lot of people when they're coming out of any kind of surgical procedure or any kind of medical uh, incident. So being in a building where you can have uh, probably more oversight is critical in getting people out into their normal lives quicker. So we can take these medically complex gastro patients or, or residents into our buildings, really have a huge focus on them with this employee, with the staff, as I said, that has their best interest in mind. And um, we're able to give them the services that they need in a, um, the, it's, it winds up being, it's the lowest cost alternative. So in the healthcare system today, costs are continually to increase at, at alarming rates. So the ability to provide better care at a lower cost is really our ultimate goal uh, in this entire business model. Okay, let's get a little specific though too. When we're talking about clinically complex patients, uh, who are we talking about? What type? Yeah, so you always have, you know, you know, everyone thinks of rehab as it's all orthopedics, you know, hips and knees and so forth. Yeah, we do have that kind of stuff, but there are plenty of people that have multiple morbidity type stuff. They're, you know, they're diabetic, they're, you have, you know, cardiac issues, there's strokes. Uh, and there's also more complex procedures that are being done where people really aren't, do not have the ability to leave a hospital after five days. Insurance companies want them to leave the hospital because a hospital can be, you know, three, $4,000 a day and Medicare or insurance is paying a fraction of that in our building. So there's a multitude of different medical type situations where they're just better off being in a different environment. Understood. Now, your one of your specialties is building these environments, financing these environments, because you're a young company. Can you tell us a little bit about what it takes to get that going and get that off the ground, whether it's bricks and mortar or just investments? Yeah, so I'll tell you the first thing that we think about is the overall philosophy is when you walk into our building, we want it to be a hospitality-like environment. We don't want someone to walk in and feel like it's a medical you know, a medical model, and we're just putting people through the system. There's a lot to um, the mental aspect of this. There's visitors that come in. So we want everyone to feel comfortable like it's their home. So that's the first thing that we focus on when we're designing a building. And then the actual development side of it, obviously, we take a lot of, you know, we, we take all the distances in the, within the building, whether it's dietary or rehab or whatever it might be, or activities, and we talk to all of our senior people and, and we figure out and decide what would be that best environment. What can we change? What can we upgrade? What can we do better? So if we're ever building something, we know the last time we may have done what we may have designed something one way and we take lessons learned and we could then obviously enhance those just to have a better customer or, or guest experience. Okay, good. Now you've sold listeners. Let's just take that assumption. <laughs> what would you say uh, might be a surprise or something they need to be aware of if they want to do this? I mean, lining up financing, getting this done is probably easier said than done, correct? No, no, it is. I can tell you from, from our standpoint, these we have three buildings in Illinois that we're discussing. Those buildings from the day that my partner and I decided to move forward with the NoHo company, the startup company, we did not break ground for five years. And that included a, a long, depending on where you are located, Illinois is a certificate of need state. So you have to petition for a license. That process is extensive. It's, exp it's, it's, it's expensive. It's complicated. And, uh, and, and it's that the timing associated with it is just, uh, it's, it's hard to believe how long it takes because there's so many, so many aspects of it 
of explaining to someone why this building should be built in a certain area. So once you can get the CON, then you got to go through the whole design process. And that design process, as I just said before, is fairly complicated because, you know, every site isn't the same. And you have to make one little change. You got to decide if you want one story, two story, a lot of different things. The size of the building, does that fit with the currently staffing patterns? You know, one or two beds here and there can make a difference. And then just overall right now, especially with the, you know, with the uh, state of the economy, it's difficult to even build pricing everything out. It's extraordinarily expensive right now to develop products, especially in skilled nursing, because we don't have the ability in general to change or modify rates as much as private pay. So we're set. Our top line is generally pretty static, if you will. Obviously, there's increases, but no, it's hard for us to offset big type expenditures, um, you know, like during COVID. Uh, obviously, the government stepped in in certain situations, but there are some things, you know, if uh, staffing wages go up and so forth, our top line is very hard to move at that point. So there's a lot of things to consider. Then ultimately, the first thing, the real thing you have to consider is the location, the demand in that market and where your residents are going to come from. Our philosophy, once again, is we don't generally develop and have the if you build, they will come mentality. We like to have clinical relationships upstream prior to starting a process to know that we will have the volume needed, especially in the short term communities. Those communities, the average length of stay could be call it on average 15, 17 days, whatever it might be. So if we have a 60 unit building, we could put 1,000, 1,500 people through that building in a year. You need a lot of volume to keep those buildings full. So the site selection is critical. That is fascinating. And that's a great overview of what's going on. Because as we've discussed, you said you made a bet on something and you're throwing in with a certain model and you admit not everybody agrees with that. What advice might you have for others anywhere across the country who are considering this? Yeah. I mean, once again, from my perspective, I had this argument with people all the time, whether this model actually makes sense. And not a lot of people have developed these properties, mostly because it's expensive to develop and it's a new product in a very antiquated type market. The advice I'd give is, I mean, look, if you, we, we look at it at a high level and go, the cost of care is going up. It's definitely not going to get, it's not going to go down. If we're able to continue to provide a quality service at a cost that saves, you know, a cost savings relative to other licensure types, there's going to be a market for it. We don't see it going anywhere. There might be some fluctuations in what's being done in the building. You can have, you know, you can start different programs for wound care and stuff like that to adjust with the market and what's required. For example, as I said, like orthopedics, there's less of that today. A lot of people go home from the hospital. So you just have to be very flexible and adjust, adjust to the times. And I think these buildings are, are set up where we're able to do that. They're very flexible in that respect. Well, there you have it, folks. I've been speaking with Brad Haber, the owner and principal of Innovative Health, the parent company of Thrive Personalized Medical Rehabilitation. I want to thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe wherever you get podcasts and listen each week to the McKnight's Newsmaker podcast. This is Jim Berklin wishing you good health and outstanding days ahead. Thank you for listening to McKnight's Long-Term Care Newsmakers podcast. For the latest in long-term care news, visit McKnight's.com.